Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Another visitor. Stay <laughs> This is The Boop Show, episode, I don't know, 307. It's October 18th, 2021. <laughs> everyone. Welcome to The Boop Show. I'm Scott Johnson. That's uh, Brian Dunaway with a mask on. What's that you got there? What is oh, that? Oh, is, is this a mask? I thought this is my face. Oh, oh. Pumpkin, pumpkin, pumpkin head, we'll call you. Pumpkin, pumpkin head. face. Old school pumpkin face. It's pretty creepy, actually. Yeah, I like these. I like. I got that and I got the cat we did last week. He's back there. Do you think that thing's affected, effective at uh, blocking COVID or will you give yourself something worse because you're just breathing into that nasty plastic? This this is this is already full of COVID. Is it? It's COVID full. <laughs> this send, is, this is the source it. of all COVID right here. Oh, okay. This is the beginning. Oh man, if we only had known it was your damn mask. <laughs> oh, that sucks. So much time would have been spa- saved. Um all right, hey everybody, <laughs> welcome back. We're we're here. Uh we got stuff to talk about. I I got a thing in my, the mail today. Emails there. I don't get regular mail. Uh, junkyard simulator showed up on my on my uh, oh, uh, thing. I got a little code simulator. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, oh, is this going to be one of my chore core games where I get in there and you know fix cars and throw out engines and you know f- crunch up uh, other cars that suck and whatever? Just running a junkyard is that what this is? Sure enough, Why it not? is. But man, that thing's early access as hell. It's like oh. nowhere near ready. So it was going to be you my game that- next week, but I'll give it some time. That's one of our. That's one of the toughest things I think that I've had to deal with over the last couple of years of doing the boob show is uh, some games early access means we're pretty much done. Yeah, and some early access means we have a proof of concept. Yep. There's no standard mm-hmm. is the problem. Nobody adheres yeah. to the same standard, and so you know when you get Hades in early access, not Hades. Yeah, Hades. Hades. Yeah. Hades. Uh, it is a pretty polished, almost complete rad game. Right. And you know you're not going to get something that's super janky and buggy. It's going to have its issues, but its issues are well down the road of, you know, we're way past alpha and even beta at that point. And then there's games like this, and a lot of them are like this. You just never know until you invest in them and find out, right? Yeah. So well, there's uh, such a, And yeah. there's such a push right now for these simulator games because they're pretty popular. You're not the only one playing them, Scott Johnson. Oh, they're huge right now. It's not mm-hmm. everyone thinks uh, there's something wrong with me. I'm telling you, there's something wrong with a whole bunch of people. We're all effed up. I don't know what's happening there. Uh, but don't worry, it won't stop me. And today's <laughs> today's game was simulation enough. Let's put it that way. Um, Brian, don't feel guilty. Uh, people stopped playing Aliens Fireteam Elite, not because it's not a good game, but because other things got in the way and they weren't marketed very well. And now right. there's like 800 people playing that game, which is not really a lot. You should. I was feel so bad. excited about this game earlier this year when it was uh, being touted about this this great if, uh, Aliens Fireteam Elite. I was so excited. And then I got sidetracked, and I didn't ever get to play it. And then I I, I pull up Kotaku, mm-hmm. Kotaku, and Kotaku. it's like uh, there's only like fewer than 800 people playing Aliens Fire Teams Elite. And I'm like, no, man, yeah. why did I fail? I don't think you. It's not your fault. <laughs> um, in light of things like Back for Blood, which is also on Game yeah, Pass, but I haven't and, played it either. So I mean, I can't I can't excuse it and go, oh, it's because I'm playing Black Back for Blood, man. Yeah. Sorry, right. I no. did. I played it. It's pretty good. Right. Yeah. It's sort of good. It's, it's I hear it's sort of awesome, but well, I just feel it's so turtle rock. So you're getting the same. You're it's the people that made left for dead. So that's what you're getting. That's what it right. is. That's a new I mean, left you know for how dead. Phenomenally, you know how phenomenally small 800 people is for a game like aliens fire team elite. I mean, yeah. like the just released. God, well, it's sold, it sold better than that. Like there's, there are people with yeah. it on their hard drives in a, in a big quantity. Cause it was like number one seller for a while. It was on top of the steam charts. I don't know what 
Uh, I don't know how we get that data to like look at exact sales, but reviews are, there's a bunch of reviews on there, which tell you mm-hmm. at least, you know, a really big chunk of people who have played it so they can review it are on, have bought that game. I right. think other stuff just got in the way and they, I don't know. Cause it seems competent. seems like a fine co-op shooter thing. Seems fine. Yeah. It, like I said, is it also makes me a little bit, it's something that I've noticed a lot of lately. Mm-hmm. Okay. So whenever we do the boop show, show notes, just yeah. a little bit of, of uh, behind the scenes. Sure. I generally like to go through steam and other services and look to see which ones have the most reviews. Yeah. And sometimes I'm getting to a place where I'm like, there's a pretty big indie game getting launched and I'm only seeing like 15, 20 reviews. And I'm like, is the market just that oversaturated or is it what's going well, it depends on? on when you check it. If it's the day it releases, you can never oh, count yeah. on that. Cause never, you know, you gotta yeah, get unless done. they've been in early access for a while, in which case yeah. they already have some reviews already lined up. But yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I think you're right. There's something to be said for the saturation of the market. There's a ton of stuff every day. Part of the reason we do this show is so we can showcase some of this stuff because mm-hmm. it'll get missed otherwise. And, uh, you know, once in a while I'll find a game where I'm like, how come no one told me about this? It's existed for like three years. No yeah. one said a word. Yeah. I've never seen it surface anywhere. Never even heard of it. It's just that it's that problem. Yeah. And it's a hell of a problem to have because it means, you know, choice is off the charts right now. It's just crazy. Right. So right. what I hope happens is steam. Maybe will take the lead in this. I don't know. They have the, they have the biggest lead. So maybe they could, but stores, like Steam, and I would include the Nintendo eShop and uh, up-and-comers like the Epic Game Store and others who have a lot of little games mixed in with their big blockbusters that get all the notice. Mm-hmm. They just need to work on better tools to surface obscurity so that right. people don't get lost in that. A guy that's like a one-man thing and once in a while gets lucky with something like Stardew Valley and it explodes on them and, and it's just perfect timing and all that. For every one of those guys, there's like 10 equally yeah. brilliant little small teams that are putting out amazing content that no one hears about because it's just not the right time or it just got ignored right. or it came out a weekend where everything else was huge and in the in your face. Like it's it's a it's a bummer. It uh, is a bummer. Yeah. It is a major bummer. Yeah. They can fix it though. I think they have the tools. Yeah, they have the tools to fix it. Uh, I've, yeah, they've already tried to, they're trying to fix it uh, already, I believe, with the developers uh, encouraging them to t- put demos out for their games. That seemed to be a hurdle for some people. And they also have been, you know, really pushing uh, the developers towards releasing press releases and communicating with their community yeah. and saying, you got to wish list this. Yeah. If you wish list it, that really helps us. It's like reviews for podcasts. You know, yeah. it's what pushes us to the top. It totally helps. Not only that, like uh, put patch notes and with your updates. Um, yes. Like actually communicate ro- with your base, talk in the forums, that kind of stuff. I yeah. know it's a lot Do of a work. roadmap. Roadmaps are great. Roadmaps I love are seeing great. Yep. Uh, chat, chat room brought up dwarf game earlier. Uh, 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 Deep oh, Rock yeah. Galactic. That's a game that launched in early access. And those guys were Johnny on the constant with letting us know what was going on. Here's yeah. a patch. Here's what it does. Here's a tweak to our roadmap. This is what we're thinking. Here are the dates. Uh, oop, changing date, but don't worry. Uh, it's actually earlier. You know, like they were on it and it really filled you with a sense of like, well, not only am I getting to play this awesome game early, I, f- I actually feel like I'm making a difference here by doing this. Like right. that, if right. you can achieve that, whatever that is, then you're, then you're good. Now, I don't know if that means you've got to have the budget to hire a dedicated person or team to do that stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But if you're Stardew Valley guy, it was just him. He didn't have anybody yeah, else. Yeah. So the, I, the Valheim I team did, did fantastic. They had a great roadmap. They've, they've been pretty consistent with hitting their updates and mm-hmm. you know, they, they're, they're doing a good job. Yeah. And the indie, I agree with uh, who said this Tondra goes of the, the indie festival stuff steam does. I think helps a yes. lot too. Like right now, there are roguelikes that I'm like, oh, hadn't heard of that. I'm gonna have to pick that one up. Like mm-hmm, I'm having a moment mm-hmm. here where I'm gonna spend too much money um, on a bunch yeah, of roguelikes. It, it it does help a lot because when I'm going through these for you know trying to pick the we're gonna talk about them just in a minute the boop news and what's coming up. Uh, one of the things I do to narrow that list down is I I look for ones that have had more reviews if they've already been released. Mm-hmm. If not, I look for my friends have a large Steam. Ugh, friend base from just years of doing this with the final score and this. And so when I see like, you know, five or more people are wanting this game, then I'm like, okay, I need to take notice. 
Yeah, same. You take a notice. I like to. I, 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 and again, I think they're the only ones really going for this. Like, as right. much as you know, Steam's not perfect. It's got its issues, and no. there's, there's some bloat, but it's still the only one where it feels like they're trying to right. to build a platform that lets you have exposure to all this stuff as much as possible. And others just aren't doing that. Not, Mm-mm. I mean, the Nintendo eShop for all as much as I love having indies on my Switch, that thing sucks. It's, it's terrible. And le- unless you drop your uh, indie game down to like 50 cents and then yeah. it shows up right away on my little indie list. But well, if it's more than yeah. that, it's, it's kind of gets buried. Unless Plus, it's, it's just a sluggish nightmare. It's just like the worst. Yeah. Back end bullshit code. It's just bad. So they right. need to fix that. I don't know that Nintendo cares. They may not care. No. You know, I don't <laughs> Is know. Is that their motto? Does Nintendo care? Question mark. Yeah. Do we care? No. Boing. The answer is no. no. Ba-ding, ba-ding. We don't care. <laughs> Um, that's and that's the money they're making that bidding in the background. Mm, that's right. That's right. Ba-ding, 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 yeah. Just making coins all while they're talking to us. It's a real bummer because I love that device as a place to play those indie games. It's an it's amazing. Yes. It's great. It's one of my favorite things in the world. But having to go to that store and dick around in there, oh no. my gosh, like pulling no. teeth and, and eating them. I don't. I usually just go to the website when I'm doing my research, yeah. I, I rarely go to the store because yeah. the store is pointless. But if I go, if I go, I, I'll kind of look through their little thing on the website. Much well, better. let's see what's coming out now. Ooh, we got some stuff coming out now. Uh, now or this week it's already out now. Yeah. These are out now. Uh, there's, here's a game. Lumion. Lumion. Or is it Luma one? <laughs> I think it's Lumion. Lumion. I think that's how you would say it, but you're right. Lumi one, it would be how you would say it if An- you were a typewriter on uh, Sesame Street. Another way to surface your games, I believe, is to Ooh. have put some lumen on it. Have some names that are less obscure and hard <laughs> to do. That would help. Uh, from what I can tell, I've been looking at some video of this earlier, um, and I'm showing some now to the chat. This looks very much like, hey, remember Super Meat Boy? Why don't we take some of that and mush it up with? Uh, What's the what's the Microsoft one? The uh, um, Will of the Wisp. Well, Will the Wisp is what yeah. you think it of. A little bit of that right. business going on. Uh, it seems cool. It looks really hard though. Um, so if you want to have it a real, looks exceedingly hard, yeah. and it looks a lot like a game I played last year, and it was called like it wasn't called Everclear because that's something else, but it was something with <laughs> Ever in it, and I was trying to remember. Uh, but it's it's it looks like a. A punishing platformer is yep. how I'll describe it, even though they describe it as an ocean-themed side-scrolling platforming game. Yeah, which but I it think looks is like, you know, underselling it. Yeah. Uh, seems yeah. like it's pretty hard. Uh, but I like those kind of games, and it's $10.79 uh, on sale, 10% off for its launch right now. Do it. And I assume that'll go for a few days. Uh, releasing this week, we have Into the Pit, which is what I call going to my mother-in-law's for dinner. <laughs> Into the Pit every damn time I go. <laughs> Uh, this comes out on the 19th, so tomorrow? Yeah. Comes out tomorrow. Uh, day one Xbox Game Pass. If you have that, going to be on Steam as well. As Ooh. I think it's going to be on the PS5, is Look what I was reading this. earlier. Yeah, we got Xbox, PC Game Pass, PlayStation 5. Not the older consoles, though. So this I wasn't is some sure kinda... about that because that one was a little bit vague. Usually this information gets a lot clearer once it comes out. And that'll be tomorrow. This is a published by Humble Games, so... Yeah, you know. and this your hands are weapons. You're basically a. Uh, it reminds me of Hexen or something. Um, oh, that's a good comparison. Similar mm-hmm. vibe, yeah. But apparently, it's more like uh, roguelike elements. You're gonna die a lot, and then right. redo shit, and that's okay because that's how those games go. Uh, lots of cool boss fights. All that hand shooting the bones, that's lame. Anyway, Into the Pit, coming October 19th. <laughs> I'll play Why this for sure. Why is that lame? I actually Not like lame. that little it's effect. Fine. It's totally fine. I, I like I, it. I shouldn't. Right. It's fast-paced, retro, first-person, roguelike. Come on. You got all the. You put all the keywords that I like. You put it right in there at the front. Yeah. I'm going to play this. This this may be the game that I play for next week. Yeah, it might be, it might be a good pick. Uh, fight with it, chaotic magic, shifting treacherous dungeons, grow your powers, choose your challenge. Right. All kinds of stuff going on. Five of my, five of my friends want this game on Steam, and they say it's similar to Quake Two. I will be the judge of that. Oh, that's interesting. Quake Two rather than Quake One. Hmm. Right. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, after that, we've got uh, They Always Run coming out on the twentieth, so that'll be on Thursday. No, Wednesday. It's a strange Wednesday? day. It's a weird day. 
Uh, right. Become Aiden, a three-armed mutant. Who? Mutant. Oh, you, what am I? Is this like? If this reminds me of that one game on the Genesis, what was it called? Oh, what was it? What was it? I don't know. Oh, this thing. Yes. Um. Hmm. Um. Out of this, not out of this world. It was like out of this world, though. Was it like a follow-up to that? It was called badass thing know, that I, I loved. I love this <laughs> silhouetting uh, effect going on in some of the some of the battles. That's way cool. Yeah, this looks it does great. remind me. Of, oh no, now it is reminding me of something now. Yeah. The name, uh, what was the, that game we played? We played the crap out of this at one point. In time. Out of this world, and uh, well, there's it also has got a little bit of stealth going on, which is like uh, ninja. What, mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't think of any words. And t- ninja, uh, ninja jumpy, jumpy ninja, ninja bullet, man. Bullet, flashback bullet time. Is the, flashback's the first game I was thinking of. Thank you. It is flashback time to go. So thank you. Oh, see, time to go. And also, Bombats nailed it for what I said earlier. Evergate was that punishing platformer that I was trying to think of. I knew it had like Ever or something in it. Yeah, this seems all right. Evergate. This looks cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks really good. Three arm bounty a, hunter. Uh, Let's see. Some bounties are rewarded with money, others with valuable information that Aiden can use uh, to find people who set him on the path. All while be getting embroiled in a galaxy-wide conspiracy, having three right. arms means you can all do all kinds of weird shit. So, and it's going to be—it's uh, coming on Steam to uh, Thursday on October the twentieth. Uh, I haven't found a price in this yet, but I did go to my favorite uh, key mailer, keymailer.co, and requested that I have a game code for review for they always run. This looks really cool, dude. I'm into mm-hmm. the style, the vibe of this thing is rad. It Lots of ninja-looking. Really cool. Ninja looking, Damn. knocking stuff back. The only thing I don't know about is you, it's got those weird chainmail areas where you can't kind of do like when uh, you used to have to do with Mario. What was the which one? Which one was it when Mario had to like climb on one side of the ch- chainmail and had to flip over to the other side? Oh, you know what I'm talking about. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, chain lots of that. Fences. There's a bunch of platforming crap going on. Um, yeah, yeah, the chain links from Super Mario Brothers World or Super Mario World. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Ooh, he's just mm-hmm. a badass. Look at him tearing these things up. And this whatever, up, baby. whatever fiction this is just seems rad. It does. All right. Sign me up. This looks great. Mario 3 had them too, but Super Mario World also had those things. Right. Uh, so those are your up and comers. And um, some of that sounds really good. So I'm going to keep my eyes really open. Good. Now this. Uh, let's get into our games this week. Before we begin, though, I'd just like to remind everybody that the Boop Show is one-third of a triumvirate of shows available at the Frog Pants Network, frogpants.com slash podcast, or you can go straight over there to see all three at frogpantsplays.com. And what's the point? Well, the point is you're going to get a different experience in all three. We talk about indies here. On Core, we go wide industry stuff. And on the instance, we narrow down big topics. Last week, we talked about security and games and the uh, the whole Twitch uh, wipeout thing that happened, the leak, the the hack. Uh, who knows what this week will be, but uh, something for everybody with lots of great personalities and voices. Go, go check them out. That is frogpantsplays.com. Okay. Brian, I played a game. Hey, everybody, I like farming games. I don't know if I've mentioned that. What do you like? Do you like to farm? I like Farmer Farmer Johnson. You like to you like to get your little tractor out there and uh, plow up the fields? Yeah, I mean, it depends. Like, not all of them. I'm not really into the big sims. I like stuff that's kind of Animal Crossing level, you know? Okay. Go okay. out, do some shit, get some more shit. <laughs> uh, oh, have your place right. advance, get unlock new things, that sort of thing. And, so uh, Farmville, less so more Farmville not than really, though, uh, than not really. I'd say more than Farming Cro- Simulator twenty twenty two. No, yeah, more, I would say more Animal Crossing than Farming Simulator. That's my okay. range. I don't think about okay. Farmville much because they suck. I don't want to play Farmville. <gasps> what? Yeah, they suck. They are a, they're a, a goat's penis. Take, you shut your dirty mouth. I hate Johnson. Him. I hate him. That's what I'm going to say to you. I hate him. Uh, this game is is uh, very pretty. My favorite thing about it is the art style. Um, yeah, it's super, chunky. no, I wouldn't say chunky. It's more like, um, mm-hmm. I don't know. They use a lot of, uh, what's that it's called? Like cell shading. Yeah. Some little cell shading, like a, like a borderlands kind of 
cell shading kind Ish, of stuff, right? Except, yeah, except you don't have black outlines on everything. It's more like I'd put it closer to like Zelda, uh, Wind Waker, like that. Oh, that's probably a, a good comparison. Yeah, there. that's a little that's, closer yeah. than what I would say. That's a anyway, closer. there's all the gathering and the fishing and the farming and the story. And the story is you got to go to town and talk to dude and dude tells you, hey, I need these things. And you go do his things. And um, it's a lot of that sort of stuff. There isn't any kind of, as far as I know, there's no dating mechanics. Like you're not doing big relationshipy <laughs> stuff. Wait, wait, there's no dating. Okay. I've been watching you run around for the last, or somebody running around for the last five minutes being followed by their uh, pep of the pig. Yeah. Maybe some Charlotte's web. Yeah. Piggy. Although, no relationships there. I got, a, I got a dog in the, I don't know why there's a pig. That's weird. There's a dog in the poke. There's a dog. There's a dog chase that follows me around a little corgi. Right. And, uh, and what you're looking okay. at here is actually pre-release uh, footage. Those unused farm spots with the wood and the stone laying on them. They don't look like that in the final game. They actually just have oh, good. some stones on top. So I can see some slight differences, the way she gets her XP, the way it falls out. This is all a little bit pre uh, pre-release, but it's a complete game. It's out. I bought it because it looked like something I'd like, and the reviews uh, were good. But what? what oh, I should tell you the name of the damn game. Um, the game is called, where is it? <laughs> Big Farm Story. Big oh. Farm Story. Now, don't go worrying that this is some kind of mobile shit. It isn't. It's not like that. This is much more akin to, say, somewhere between Stardew Valley and and Animal Crossing. Stardew Valley has dating crap in it, and I'm not interested in that ever. It doesn't interest me at all. So you're telling me right now that the, the lady that you're playing as isn't going to hook up with Brawny, the well, paper guy? I play as the dude, but even then, okay. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe later in the game it starts to do some of that stuff, but so far I haven't had to deal with it. Um, you, you, you plant shit. You go to town. You do quests for people. You gather things. You fish. You sell those things. Uh, one of my favorite things is there's a mechanic in the game where you hit M. It comes a little bit, uh, maybe an hour into the game, but I hit the letter M and this uh, this llama <laughs> comes and does, does lets me do jobs for it. It's weird. It's weird. There's a llama. So you don't hit L, you hit M. Yeah, you hit the M key and uh, out comes this llama. And the llama does, you know, like I said, he, he does like... Um, does he talk uh, like David Spade? They call him contracts, but no, he doesn't talk like David Spade. I love that movie though. Yeah, I loved it. Uh, it was really good. But he he's it's great because I get this extra money and 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 I'm helping level up like the the market and stuff like that. Um, it's got a weird multiplayer component where you can friend people and then visit their farms later if you want to. I don't think it's much more complicated than that. However, you never see these people unless you're in town, and then when you're in town. There's all sorts of random multiplayer people just walking around town. It's, okay. it's strange. Okay. And you can click on them and get their info and friend invite them if you want. But they don't really have much to do with anything other than you can visit their shit if you want. Um, all right. And that's fine, I guess, if you want to. Do you think it's like a placeholder for an eventual you know, multiplayer experience? Maybe. They do say they've got a bunch of plans to add things. I haven't looked at any kind of roadmap or anything, but I'm Because that I'm was guessing. the big draw of Farmville, right? I mean, I mean, Sure. You could make your own little farm on Facebook, no problem. You yeah. just, you just do little click-throughs. It it fulfills that click rate yeah. that you had to have. But then the exciting part was inviting somebody over. It's like, hi, yeah. look at my farm. Look what I've done. Sure. And, you know, multiplayer being what it is, it makes sense they'd have a mode like this. But it doesn't seem right. like it's needed or all that important. So I'm a little concerned. I'm a little, okay. So I like the art style, except for the eyebrows. Too much eyebrow. I like they, the art style they just, until they get close to people. And, yeah, if, and for those reasons, eyebrow. it bugs me. The world, I think, is great. I love the the little models for trees and houses and objects and the geometry and, you know, all that stuff's pretty good. The animation's okay. There's some problems there. I'll get to that in a minute. But it's just a pleasant thing. It's got nice music. Um, here's I'll play a little bit here. Yes, uh, here's some audio. That's a pig or something. <laughs> Thanks, Scott. <laughs> And then here later, what's the pig say? This one, this is her running around picking shit up. So it's very, you know, it's meant to be very chill, very pleasant. This is oh, not a yeah, hard it's game. Cozy kind of, yeah, yeah, just a cozy, wholesome style game. Right. Um, here's some more. Let's see. I've got. Uh, you can just hear she's watering and picking plants and stuff. It's it's fine. It's one of those, right? It's just that kind of thing. You're harvesting. You're you're planting. You're whatever. 
Um, for those worried, oh, there is a day-night cycle, and at the end of it, you go sleep, and that kind of just caps off the day. You have an energy meter. It's a lot like, um, what's another game that has that? Oh, like uh, like Stardew Valley. It, what, what this game feels like is they were like, what if we made a 3D, very good-looking Stardew Valley-type game, but one that's a little more approachable and not not so many layers deep. Like this isn't going to be the deepest one of these you're going to play, but all that surface stuff that makes Stardew Valley kind of approachable in the first place is all here. Uh, Whether it be gathering or crafting and, you know, uh, building your house out and adding furniture and all that kind of stuff. Um, There's a whole cooking sub thing in this and, um, all sorts of stuff. I've only played three hours. I, I like I like this uh, this pre Santa. He's yeah. like he's still got his he's got his beard and hairy thing, but he hasn't turned gray yet. Yep. This he's guy, just, this guy, whoever Owen. Yeah, he's, he's definitely good. So Owen, Owen is a Santa in the making. He just doesn't know it yet. He's got a few years yeah. to go, but he'll be there. He'll get there. There's a fishing guy oh, down Santa. on the. There's a guy on the wharf who teaches me how to fish and gives me fish shit to do. And he looks like Santa. <laughs> he looks like Santa in a, in a fish costume, or not a fish costume, but a. <laughs> What do you call that? The the guy the 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 fish logo with the guy in the yellow um, uh, wind jacket thing. Uh, what's that called? <laughs> He's called something. Does he sell fish sticks at the at the store? Yes. What's he called? <laughs> he has a name. That guy, Captain Gordon. Captain something. Gordon. Gordon's Gordon fish, fish sticks. Fish sticks. Is that the guy? Okay, that's yeah. The guy. You're thinking of Gordon's fish sticks. He wears the rain slicker and. Uh, yeah. Oh my God. That made me that made me laugh so much. Thank now, you for sharing that. No problem. Now there are gonna be people who hear me talking about this game from Good Game Studios, both published and developed by them. Came out in August. You're gonna hear me talking about this game and think, Well, I already don't like farming games, so I'm not gonna like this. You're not. If you already don't like this, and by farming mm-hmm. games I mean these, you know, think Stardew Valley is your as your standard. If you didn't like that, you are not gonna like this. You don't like Animal Crossing, you will not like this. This game is for people who like this kind of chill loop of gameplay. And by loop, I mean do some shit, get some money, afford better crops, sell those crops for a bunch of money. Oh, it's night. Got to go to sleep. Okay, next morning. Ooh, a bunch of new random things to pick up around the yard that'll make me money. And like just that progression and that loop that I'm describing, you already know if this is for you or not. You know from my description. Right. Yeah, okay. because this this is this game has taken the elements. It is not veering from it, right? It's going, hey, look. Oh yeah, we're Hell this yeah. game, and that's it. There's nothing. There's nothing else here. Yeah, Chill they out. go. They go right in. Now, I have a couple of complaints. Here are my pros. I think it's you know basically a really nice graphical style and look for a Stardew Valley style game. I think it looks really good. Very chill. Very low pressure. Get in, get out whenever you want and save and leave and come back, you know, whatever. It's not, it's not pressuring you to do anything. And I like that. Oh, wait to hear about my game. Oh boy. <laughs> that game. I have stuff to say about that game because I played it too. Um, so that's, those are my pros. Cons. Some of the animations are kind of weird. Like right. when you fish, you're all, I wish I had, I wish I had capped this. When you fish, it's just awkward as shit. <laughs> it okay. just doesn't yeah, look yeah. right. He kind of pulls the thing out and, like doesn't I don't know. There's like somebody spent no time on the fishing animation. The actual fishing's fine, but the animation just makes it look like he's really dumb and needs help. Um there's that. I don't think the chopping of wood animation or the chopping of stone animation looks particularly good, which is weird because overall the game's pretty competent, especially the animals. They're animated wonderfully. Just these right. adorable the corgi's adorable. You want you want your own. The little chicken that oh, hatches okay. and becomes a full chicken. Amazing. I want that chicken in my life. So, you know, they're good at that. But then, hey, chopping a piece of wood, can't spend any time on that. So that's a weird thing. <laughs> Maybe that stuff will get better. I mean, they claim they're committed to just like making this a living uh, game with a bunch of events. There's a Halloween thing going in soon. Uh, this like in the next couple of days, I think. Um, there's already pumpkins everywhere, and I think that's part of it. Uh so they wanted to go further than just here's our game. Now we're on to the next one. And, and, and that, I can appreciate that. Um, overall though, it's great. I like it. Yeah. It's what it is. Uh, big farm story. I'm going to give it eight llama deliveries out of 10. 
Oh, nice. How many times you had to press the M to get that? Not very. Well, he has. There's a cool down time for it. But if you're in town, you can do them immediately because the lady who has the llama is sitting right there. So you can just go do it with her. But if you're out like somewhere in the forest or whatever and you're like, I really would like to get a llama delivery done. You can bring him up and then he's like four minutes and uh, cool down or something like that. Now, why is um, it big farm story? Were you like, uh, were you, does it start off like a lot of these animated features do where it's like, oh, you're from the city and, yeah. uh, you know, and, and ants, whoever died, you got to head to the okay, farm. Let me, let me tell you a story then. And you tell me if you're familiar with this story. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Your grandpa used to own a farm. And when you were young, you loved going to the farm and checking out grandpa's farm. It was great. You'd right. swing on the wheel or on the tire swing and you'd go fishing with him. But then grandpa said this, sent this weird letter and it said, come take, come check the farm out because I need your help or whatever. And you go there and find out it's all dilapidated. You can't find grandpa anywhere. He's not dead. You didn't find his corpse or something, but you can't tell what the hell's going on. And you still haven't found him. That's part of the story. And your job is to get the place in shape and get it all back to its, you know, whatever. It's the right. same story they do with yeah. all of these. They all Everyone do this. Owns. Grandpa has a farm and you got to go fix it thing. Right. Yeah. It's so weird. But yeah. anyway, well, I, I guess it's, it's, that's what the backstory is. Like, we're not working on that. Let's just make our big farm story. Yeah. And there's a bunch of quests and story and stuff. And you can skip most of it if you're not interested in the story. So far, it's been fine. It's just all very wholesome and, you know. Just a nice, nice little game. Um, and I like it. So I'd give it a, it'd have a higher score if it didn't have those weird animations. It's just so weird. <laughs> also, at one point I ran out of money completely and I didn't know what to do yeah. for a while because it won't let you Aww. sleep early uh, to get your overnight money. That's sort of a cruise because yeah. it says, oh, it's too early in the day to sleep, you jackass. So I didn't need to sleep. Yeah. Um, it's, it's so, you know, not perfect in some ways, but I, had a ball having a ball i'm gonna keep playing it i like it you're gonna keep playing it yeah. all right big so just log into story. facebook and play big farm story no facebook nothing like that big <laughs> farm story you know like if anyone out there is listening to me and they've ever played farm together which is one of my favorite of these mm-hmm. um if you like that you'll like this yeah there, there's another comparison so big farm story i'm gonna keep saying the name because at the end of the show we have an email about saying <laughs> you're gonna that find out in the show yeah. why we've said the title 16 times that's right all right and i promise everybody next week won't be a game where uh i'm picking weeds okay it'll be something bigger but something yeah. less You'll be uh, growing weeds yeah maybe i'll just be growing weeds i don't know weed simulator 2021 <laughs> all right there is a weed there is actually a marijuana simulator 2020 something i wouldn't be surprised i think i have a key for it i just never gave you it. you probably do gave it a shot but you can it's a whole like weed empire uh thing where, oh. you know <laughs> yeah. these are all over the place there's like mobile games that are all about growing your weed empire like yeah i have a feeling <laughs> i have a feeling that uh those are just going to keep coming the more and more mainstream uh weed production gets so we'll see it is a no-brainer because everybody's like, hey, you know what I, should, I wish I could do? Like, mm-hmm. Why don't they have a comic book simulator store? That's what I want to do. I don't want to be a, a pot grower. Yeah, I want to have my comic own book. comic book store. Yeah, a comic book store. We've talked about this a little bit before. Like, yeah. one of those time management kind of diner dashy kind of games yeah. where you got to like open the doors, ding, ding, we're open. And then for the next eight hours, you got to, you know, it's a sped up clock, but you got to just service everybody like, oh, they need uh, the latest copy of any, it's all fake heroes. Like, dark yeah. darkest man or whatever dumb thing and if you didn't buy enough well you're out so you're not getting profit for that and and then overnight you 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 buy all the stuff you need because you made a bunch of i mean that's that game makes itself i just it don't does. know how to program if i did i'd make it we'd make it right now we have the artists we need the programmer all right Do brian it. uh let's talk about your game i also played and hated so tell me about <laughs> the rift breaker the rift breaker I played this game and I loved it and I knew immediately that Scott was going to hate it because I know Scott. Hey, Scott. Yeah. I'm going to ask you a question. Go what do it. you think about a top-down isometric 3D view based building survival game with action RPG, RPG elements on the edge of the Milky Way galaxy playing as an elite scientist commando named Ashley running around in a mech suit with a snarky, they call me Mr. Riggs AI on a hostile Alien planet hacking and slashing the local flora and fauna. Okay. And anything else everything that gets in the way. Said, yeah. Everything you've said sounds great on paper. And it's what I said back when they showed the city three. I went, Oh, that right. looks like a game for me. Beautiful engine, 
action RPG. It's like Diablo in a mech. All of that sounds great. And then my mind completely erased any mention (laughs) of base building slash tower defense. They mentioned they they really uh, quickly did not mention anything about the tower defense. So no, well, too bad because you know what I played it. That's what I played this week. So grab the closest one way rift portal and yeah. pack some clean underwear because Galatee thirty seven is waiting for you with all this Zerg rushes, mm-hmm. random ex, ex random environmental disasters, hordes of aliens just waiting to destroy everything you built. Oh, yeah. And you have to collect some resources, reinforce your base defenses and explore a variety of variety of biomes. Do you even get that far with (laughs) unique creatures that will push your tech research tree and weapons crafting skills to the limit? Uh Yes. And why? Why is it called the Rift Breaker when you so, you know, you obviously are a Rift maker, not a Rift Breaker. Because that's the whole point, right? You, the whole end game is to build a rift portal to connect back to Earth. Yeah. So the rift breaker. Yeah. I enjoyed it, Scott. That's not because so much. that's because you kind of like tower defense, and I hate it. I I kind of do like tower defense. I don't like pure tower defense uh, necessarily, but this does have an element of tower defense to it. And, and there's a it, ton of it. it it's it, like, it, hey, build a base and then defend it. That's basically it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, and it's, then that's one of the things. Yeah, if you don't like, if you don't like being, you know, uh, constantly inundated with everything you build, try, you know, some, some trying to destroy it. Either the environment's going to try to destroy it, or the aliens are going to try to destroy it. But you know what? I'm kind of on the alien side this time around because hmm. you know why? Because we're just some arrogant humans, you know landing on alien planets that are full of resources and we just come in and plunder them. And then we get all upset when the local bugs come try to destroy our stuff. Sure. Of course they do. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Everything in this game is, this is not a laid back game. Let's just play the sandbox mode. If you play the campaign mode or the survivor mode, you better get ready. I could see playing the camp or the sandbox, maybe more than I would the campaign. The campaign seemed I don't know. The campaign was like, okay, go do th- build the thing. Uh, yes. but don't mean we won't mention there's a thousand bug monsters about four feet away from you when you try to get anything done. I don't know. It's just, <laughs> I don't like building shit while the pressure's on. I want to, and I don't want waves of things. Ugh. Yeah. Wave oh, based the, anything. Blah. There's yeah, there's way there's constantly ways of things. I do like, uh, that, that the mech suit you have with the little AI heat They're they're pretty good about giving you a heads up that things are coming. However, it does. It just never stops in the campaign. It's just like, okay, you, you landed. There's no time to rest. You got to instantly build a base because you know why? Because you're going to, you're going to alert some of the local aliens. They're going to come try to destroy everything. So it's like, you got to go to step A, B, and you got to do it in a fairly quick manner. Yeah. And there's a little timer that shows you, and it'll start counting down. And you have to get your little mech suit running around. Yeah. You have to find yourself a location. Of course, you want to, since you're base building, you can use the natural formations around you, add some fencing in there, yeah. kind of block everybody out, put some turrets up. Yeah. But you got to manage all the power stuff too, yeah. which. I wasn't sure if I liked that part of the game. Uh, I don't mind base building and putting my stuff up, but when, uh, when I don't mind collecting resources either, but there's a whole system in this game that requires you to put like a, an infrastructure almost of, of power. You get, you have to, you have to connect everything with circuits. Yeah, you got to be close a, enough. You got to have a power, a whole power grid. Basically you got to have a grid. Yeah. Exactly. got to have a grid and that in itself, probably not that bad yeah but when uh when when you're placing items it, it'll usually stop you if there's an environmental like if you will need to place a headquarters or an armory or something yeah. so you can work on your tech tree or sure. build up the area uh if you go to place something environmentally it'll tell you you can't put that here you know just this is red it doesn't it doesn't turn green when you mouse over top of it all right but then, uh, but you can place it on top of some of your little connecting points for your uh, electrical grid. Mm-hmm. Doesn't tell you. you yeah. do, and I've done it so many times. I'll go click, and I'll do it, and then I'll run away while it builds because it takes a few seconds for it to like some kind of futuristic electricity three D printer. Yeah. And I'll come back and I'm like, why is everything off? Why is everything off? Yeah. And then I realize, oh, I placed that object on top of my uh, power node. And it killed everything around it. And yeah. I'm like, oh, come on, man. I don't need yeah. that level of difficulty. I'm over here trying to fight aliens. I don't need that. Yeah. 
Yeah. Take that back. Yeah. See what you've described sucks. Um, <laughs> but I, I mean, but look, really, I, I shouldn't say so that right. it sucks for me. Like everything about right. my farm thing is there are some people that feel just as strongly about that as I do about tower defense and wave based like horde mode. It's just not my thing at all. So, you know, ask, Hey, someone could say, Scott, do you like Factorio? Absolutely. I love it. What's right. the first thing I do when I go into that game? Turn off a- alien attacks because mm-hmm. I hate them because they're the worst. They just bug you while you're trying to make your damn factory. The other thing is, uh, what's the other one? Fact, uh, factory Satisfactory. I love that. <laughs> Satisfactory is awesome. It's like 3D Factorio, basically. Hey, Scott, right. what's the first thing you do? Put my thing as far away from alien shit as possible. Like, I just don't want right, it. Right, right. I don't want it, man. Yeah, because I'm with you. I, I I'm with you. It's like uh, I I do, and you probably like the sandbox mode because you know it gives you all the time in the world to do all that kind of stuff, and you get you know a lot more resources and and everything. But once again, I'm a campaign guy. I love to play a, a good campaign. I I feel like you a game is not complete until you have a campaign, in my opinion. When you have somebody who is completely thought out, how every piece of the game mechanics finally meld together that's a campaign to me well like, there's I, a lot I agree of, there's a lot of interesting I, game loops. I agree with you but what i don't want okay here's what i wanted this game to be and you tell me how close it is to that okay i wanted a full story campaign and i wanted me to be lone dude in a, in a in a mech suit killing shit and getting better gear as i went and leveling up and having a rpg act. i wanted diablo with a mech that's what i wanted right Right. That is you're not, not what this game here. is, right? Not at all. No, you're not, you're not going to get that here, I don't think. Boo. This, you're, you get to play as Ashley, and uh, and, and she's, uh, she's really her only real thing to do is to land on this planet because they've opened a rift from Earth. This is far out in the Milky Way galaxy, and uh, you're, you, need, you need two points. You need two points for this giant, this big rift. You make a lot of small rifts, but this big portal rift, yeah. you need to hook it back up to earth. So you'll have a two way trip so you can have other people come in and you never get that far. You're just trying to get to that point. Uh, and you also have smaller rifts you can do from base to base so you can zip around places, which I think really improves things. I think you'll, once you get to that point, I think the game becomes a lot more fun okay. when you can start rifting back and forth to different areas. I was so excited. But yeah, you're not going to, you're not going to get a really deep story here when they, when they first announced the this game i was so excited i was like yeah oh, it looks look amazing yes and they just and they it, really beefed up in the in the trailers and stuff early on it was all about combat movement and rpg stuff that's what they showed and yeah, they didn't yeah. show any of this base bullshit <laughs> that they're all <laughs> right. into and i get and that what, you know somebody out there's loving this and it's you it's you of, and people there's like a lot you. of things there's a lot of things here too so like what you're describing yeah you're not gonna get but if you like if you like base building and i've seen some people make some really fantastic bases they even have you can even modify the base floors uh and and reinforce them even though it doesn't really do anything other than aesthetics and you can just make these really fantastic laid out bases that look great and are efficient I'm down for all that. And also I like the fact that the alien, the aliens you're fighting, there's, they're, they're fairly varied. There's a pretty good bit of variance in them. Uh, and you'll get a chance to upgrade a pretty big tech tree for, for this game. The game's like 30 bucks, unless you get it on the Xbox game pass. If you already got the service, you can download it. Now I played this on, uh, the PC as well as the Xbox. I play it the first time using the controller on the Xbox series S. Yeah. There's way too much going on here for me. I am yeah. not, I am not an expert controller, controller person. It feels you know what like I mean? a game that's just better suited for a mouse and keyboard. Yeah, I, this this for me hitting shortcuts on keyboards and mice. That was that was more my jam. I'm not saying you can't do it with a with a controller. I'm sure there's plenty of people out there who are very ex- experts with those. Not me, not me, man. Yeah, I had the same experience no. with it. I just thought I, yeah. some of it's just not very intuitive. Is all. It's not that it couldn't be done. I just don't think right. the controller mapping was was all that great. Um, no. I ding him for like that. I said, there's, just, there's only you know. so many buttons on a controller. So, I mean, yeah. and there's, and there's some pretty level, pretty deep stuff that you have to dig through sometimes to get to, to upgrade stuff. Meh. What you going to do? Yeah. Developer XOR studios brought us this, the Rift breaker now on the Xbox oh, game pass. Here's some sound. You want to hear some Four. sound? Let's play it. Let's play uh, it if you got some sound, I would love to do that. And then I'll give you my thoughts all on right, the here final reviews. They connect all buildings within their area of operation, even if power lines are not visible. 
Yeah, that's your AI that's the robot. Mech suit. Yeah, that's yeah. the mech suit. sound effects it's got some nice music. i like the sound effects man they really it really brings you into it cool vo like it's got all the pizzas mm-hmm. pieces and part pizzas pieces and parts that it's i like the pizzas it's got all the pizzas uh that i like in this sort of thing it's just i don't want to play tower defense i just can't i can't do it right it is very tower defense i think if they were to remove that or give you the option in the may i didn't i didn't dig that deal. okay so we talked about this before in the game on the show, yeah, I try to spend at least six hours on each of the games I play, which is usually plenty enough for most of the games. Most of the games are usually ten hours tops, yeah. And I'll get I'll get through some of them, but this game is a lot larger than that. You know, to really dig deep into the tech tree and get really deep into you know the different biomes, yeah. it's going to take a lot more than six hours. I so imagine, like, I, it looks like it's got a pretty strong sort of ultimate end game where you're just so powerful and your fortress is so impenetrable that you could just mm-hmm. watch it blow shit up and earn whatever you're yeah. earning whatever that's, currency that's one of the most satisfying satisfactory things in this game is when you get those zerg rushes i mean they are huge you'll get you'll just get massive amounts it's just yeah. it's, it actually runs pretty good considering how much is going on on screen with uh, the alien attacks and just Wraith, explosions. Wraith 86 asks, does it support keyboard and mouse on the Xbox? Yes, it does, according it, to the it does. Uh, the info about the game, yeah. so It does, and I, I actually tested a little bit, and uh, I, have a, I have a Logitech keyboard uh, trackpad mouse thing Wireless? that I do that I hook up to my little Xbox. Oh, look at that. Look at yeah, you, fancy man. The, the, yeah. It's trackpad with the mouse isn't that great, but uh, the... I should have put a regular mouse to it. So yeah, I, I did test and it. it. It did fine. It yeah. did fine. But I was just like, eh, bump that. Let's bring it into the PC world and <laughs> let's get it going. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, so I'm glad you liked pro- it. I'm seriously glad. Right. Let me give you some of my pros. Yeah. They put the action in action RPG. They, they heavily went into that. Looks good. Plays good. Yeah. If you like this type of game, like Scott was saying earlier with the far- farming simulator, if you like this type of game, there's a lot of it. It is heavy. Yeah. It is it is heavily sauced yeah. in this action RPG tower defense kind of hack and slash thing. Yeah. I wish the hack Cons. and slash RPG part was bigger, but yes. Go ahead. Yeah. Cons is a tedious repair process. I did not care for the repair process. There is a way mm. uh, whenever you get hit or environmental uh, damage to your buildings or your, your gates, fences, uh, you have to go by and you can – you can go into a repair mode, but yeah. you still have to click each one of them. You have to go click this one, this one, this one, this one, which is a big deal because when you build fences, they're like, you know, they're like one grid wide, and you may like go like thirty grids. So it's a yeah. it's just too. I'm like, I don't need that. Yeah, it's just, a lot. Just get just in um and and then later on in later game, I understand that there's a uh, there's like a a drone or something that'll go out and repair stuff, but I want that now. Yeah. I want that from the start. Yeah, and you. too often. Like I mentioned earlier, I was knocking out power to areas because I'd play something for a power nodule. And I'm like, I don't need that hassle, man. Yeah. But despite those few little cons that this gave you, I'm going to give this game, like I said, which is on, it came out the 14th this past week. I had a lot of fun with it. I'm going to give it eight squished alien bugs out of 10 alien life form eradications. Humans. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah. We're the worst. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the the rift breaker, the rift. It's the a the. There's a that, the in there, right? Yeah. There's a the, and a rift breaker is one word. Yeah, it's a cool name. Mm-hmm. I like that. It doesn't make sense, but absolutely. Okay, one quick note. <laughs> I think this is funny. Weed Farmer Simulator, which is on Steam. <laughs> uh, Back to the weed. It is currently. It's it's got mostly positive reviews, um, but. Every one of them says, yeah, it seems to be taking too long, though. Or, man, they haven't had an update in forever. Like, the biggest complaint is that it's being very slowly made. And I have right. to think, <laughs> whoever's right. making this is just, he's also doing weed. So, right. So he's all, <laughs> we're going to get, we're getting to it. Yeah, he's just not in a hurry, man. <laughs> right. uh, you, should, you should be fine with that. I mean, and if you are into it, maybe you're doing the same thing. It's like, it's all right. Yeah, yeah it's okay. I think that's funny, but. <laughs> Anyway, all right, so that's The Rift Breaker. My game was Big Farm Story. We'll remind you at the end of the show one more time about what games we played. Uh, The Rift Breaker and Big Farm Story. All right? All right. All right, all right. So now you'll all understand why we're being picky about this when we read an email. All right? We'll get there. Now this. It's a meme. 
Time to play Guess My Game. It's where we play audio from an old game and then we try to guess what it is. Just a kind of fun little thing we do. Uh, I didn't put my hint here, but my year is 2002. All right. And I played the hell out of this. That's all you need to know. PC, I'll say. That's all I need to know. It was, it's been everywhere else since, but PC is where this thing really got its, its uh, thing going. Someone in the chat's totally going to get this, uh, but let's give it a shot here. So here we go. My game. I should I mention like music. I should mention it's going to start with some intro stuff, and then it will be gameplay after that. All right. So okay, that's good. But mine does the same thing. Oh, good. Well, look at us uh, synchronizing our periods or whatever people do. All right, here you go. <laughs> Enjoy. Military. Yeah, very military. That's good to know. Because 19, 19, or 2002. 2002. If you have a problem, call the 18. Yeah, if you, if you can find them. If you can call the 18. <laughs> All right, here comes just some gameplay. Some distance shooting. Guys just running. And then now. 2002? Some action. I can't decide if this sounds more. Yeah. You want another hint? I'm trying to remember when Battlefield came out. Oh. Oh. Like some of the earlier ones. Oh. I wonder if am that's. I, getting, I wonder if you're on to something there. Am I getting close? I think you're. Was it? Was it 1942? Is that the one? You are we, so close that oh. you're right. It's Battlefield 1942. Nicely done. Yes. I well, played. Well done. Of the hell out of that game. Oh, yeah, man. My <laughs> eyes bled after a while. I was playing it so much. I played it yeah. so much. You could, that, yeah, that, that gun was a dead giveaway. I don't remember the dramatic music. I must have skipped through that part a lot, most of the time. But yeah, you were just I, like me. You're probably land, playing land games with your friends and you're just like, we don't want to watch yeah, the intro. Yeah. Just get to the game. Here's the one thing that is interesting about that game. If you go back and look at it now, fugly dude <laughs> that game oh, looks bad i've looked at it in forever let's take a look yeah it's uh i have some here uh let's see here's the full game it just is really barren and just not i mean whatever it's 2002 it was what it was this is where we were graphically and oh it was impressive God, yeah, at the time but it's just flat and and empty and this desert map they're on is not helping it by oh, being a desert God, map, I don't remember it being this ugly. Yeah, there's. Let me get some stuff. Here you go. See, this is just, just low res hills and just <laughs> shitty looking. It's just <laughs> the look time. Some of the soldiers, they all. It's like it looks like they took a bunch of green army men, and they're all like the same. Kind of, yeah. But again, 2002. You know, like God, I love this game so. You much. look at before you look at the newest Battlefield that's coming out this year, and it, you know yeah. you couldn't be on a more different planet than that. Yeah, it's just the fidelity is crazy in those games now. But yeah, back in 02, not so much. But how's the gameplay? I wonder if it's still fun or not. I, I mean, I have to think so. Right. Yeah. I mean, people still love Battlefield. So I think the gameplay holds right. up great because they keep doing it. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to play that new one. I don't care about Call of Duty anymore. I think I want to get this year's the shooter I get into this year might be Battlefield. Uh, doing it. Future thing, whatever it's called. Battlefield 24 or 58 or whatever it is. Is it? Oh, yeah. It's 2042. Is it? Is it 2042? Uh, no, 2042 already. Is that? Mm, 2020, it's a future one. I know that. Came out. 2042 it is, says Sidian. Okay. okay. All right. 2525, no. Monkey bananas. 25, Don't be giving us no fake numbers, man. Anyway. The year was 2525. Brian, here's your uh, clip. Any setup for this? Any? Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. There's no way you're going to get this. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> the year is 1992, and mine's a lot harder. I'd feel bad now because I feel like yours is. Maybe just you know a little easy, yeah. Well, depending if you played it a lot or not, because it could have been any number right. of military shooters. You could have said uh, Medal of Honor. You could have said a lot of things. So, right, this was uh, a little more obscure. I, did, I, I, I think I, I remember seeing it, but I don't think I ever actually played it. But I was always interested. But let's just put it this way: that's a hint, 1992, and 
uh, I was recently reminded of this game. How's that? Some, something's going on right now that oh. reminded me of this game. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. I like it. Okay. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Now. What the hell was that? Now. Now. They said the game name like 20 times before that, so I cut all that out. Oh. What that lady say? Radar activated. <laughs> Construction complete. Atreides unit deployed. Reporting. Acknowledge. Reporting. Oh. Oh. oh, oh. Acknowledge. Uh, Reporting. Affirmative. Reporting. Construction uh, destroyed. This is um uh the the world's first RTS. Uh, yes, sir. Infantry. Uh, I had it on the Genesis, and it was on PC, and it was oh, cause Dune is coming out. Dune. Yes, but oh, it, it is, is Dune. not Dune. It's Keep not going. It's not Dune. But it, it is. It is the Dune series. But this particular is pulled from a different one. Wait a minute. That was a Dune two. Oh, Dune two is the game. Yeah. 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 yeah right. It's the. Game. I Close forgot up. that was the actual title of it. But yeah, the Dune. Right, right, the right. Dune RTS thing. It was like job. known as like the very first. You know, beat everybody to the punch, including. Uh, well, I guess it was. The same guys who ended up making Command and Conquer, I think, part of Westwood Studios, I think it was Westwood Studios. Uh, okay, that was them then. So they were they were first to the punch. It was like Blizzard who came mm-hmm. later with uh, Warcraft and that. Uh, and they wow. said House of Trades. I was so I'm, I I think I might have talked over it too. So I apologize. Oh, that's why I didn't and I didn't hear it. But but yeah, yeah the, now it makes sense that she's so hey hello yes exactly like, <sighs> very Dooney, you know, like very Hi. mysterious and alien. Um, so stoked for the new Dune movie. Yeah, it's it, well, it reminded me of Shatner here. Listen to this. Oh, Jesus. No <laughs> description can equal this weightlessness. Oh, my God. He's, I love for, that. For context, we're in the year uh, uh, 2021, and Sh- 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 Shatner has just went to space for a brief moment. Yep. Very 90, excited. 90-year oldest man in space ever. Yes. And also, he was way into it. <laughs> <laughs> to the point he really loved it about him. he really loved it yeah he's really into it uh okay well there you go we both got it look at us we did oh, it look at that yeah look let's that. Uh, play things. a ding for us there we go we win now this time for some emails well one we're not doing many we're doing one and uh we got one here from uh who is this nick nick, nick says hello scott and brian he sent this to boopshow at gmail.com Hey, Scott and Brian, I have uh, been a Frog Pants listener for ages, dating all the way back to the early days of the instance. I love what you do. Please never stop. But I have a real small request for the Boop Show. Whenever you are done talking about a game, you are about to switch topics. Please just mention the name of the game one last time. Here's why. I listen to podcasts in small chunks whenever I have time. So I might take a break from listening directly uh, in the middle of, of a game review and then start listening again the next day. By then, I've forgotten the name of the game you were talking about, and I guess I'm too lazy to rewind. So, saying it just one final time before switching topics would be great. I would uh, guess I'm not the only person that is in this boat, but who knows. Anyway, thanks again, and keep up the good work, Nick. Uh, I agree, Nick. We should do it more often. Yes. And so we're gonna. Uh, and a reminder that today, we played... Brian played The Rift Breaker. I played Big Farm Story. And here's the other cool thing about this. It all gets put in the show notes. So here's what you can do if you're in a pinch. Okay, anybody out there who's like, well, I still don't remember it after the 12 times you said it. Grab your phone, look at your pod, your podcast player of choice and hit the little note button wherever that may be. Sometimes it's just right there. Depends on the player. Um, it will tell you what games we talked about right there. Mm-hmm. So we try and it's on the show notes on the store or on the site, all that stuff. We, we try to make sure it's everywhere. But yes, I agree. We should say it more often. Okay. Yes, we've gotten better about it. It was a point in time where we had just mentioned it at the top. It's like, whatever. Good yeah. luck. And then we just let it go. And I think this is a problem for yeah. a lot of game shows that where they talk about multiple yeah. games. I think it's impossible to to, it to get it right every time. But we're going to do better. So one more time. Better. Uh, big Farm Story and The Rift Breaker. Okay. Yes. And we talked about it before then. We talked about Lumion. Yeah, we did talk about the that. Pit. Yeah. And they always run. Yeah. And Good those luck. Will- <laughs> <laughs> Those will all be in the notes too, so that you don't have to remember what Brian just said. 
Uh, keep those emails coming. And thank you for that one. Boopshow at gmail.com. Uh, that's it. We're done with the show. But before we go, a reminder that our website is at frogpants.com slash B-O-O-P. You are welcome to go there anytime. Hang out there. Do whatever you got to do. Uh, you'll find old episodes of the show. You'll find uh, links to our Reddit page, which is at uh, boopshow.reddit.com. You may as well just go there. And uh, give us a Twitch follow. Brian's at Brian Dunaway. I'm at Frog Pants. I don't know why I hesitated. Frog Pants. That's just there. <laughs> Frog Pants. And the show is at Boop Show on Twitter. Uh, I think that's it. Brian, anything else you want to uh, add, say, mention? Absolutely. Uh, be sure to watch the Boop Show homework with me throughout the week. Whenever I'm playing a game, I always do it on Thursdays at uh, 6 p.m. Eastern Ooh, time. Yeah. And then... Yeah. That's right before the course show. You've heard about that. Yeah. And I'll also do it on uh, Saturday at 2 p.m., uh, which I think is right before uh, there will be dungeons. Yeah. Uh, you and, and that's a good thing. Sorry, someone in the chat just yeah. asked if I have checked out the uh, latest Shipbreaker updates. I have. I've played a bunch of it. Um, I think I'm going to wait to see. Before I do a full run through, I want to wait to see if they do one more reset or not, because I don't want to go through another reset. I hate that. But I love that game, so it's like hard for me not to be in there all the time. But if they do one more reset, I'll wait for that, and then I'm in. Because it sounds like they're getting really close. All right, uh, that's going to do it. Thank you all for listening. We'll be back next time with more Boop Show. Have fun and play games. We'll see you then. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Destroy them with lasers. Whoa. I don't like steam. I love steam.